You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Honest AF Show with me, Daniela Clark. And me, Barbara Ann Wild. And we are hanging in the studio with the dog snoring next to us again today. So <laughs> it's all good. Barb. Yes. I am so freaking excited because guess where I'm going next week? Where? I'm going to go see Adam out. Oh, I know. I'm going playing. to be watching Pantera. I went, you and Randy were going to recruit me, but I can't. Yep. I know. I'm so bummed you can't come. Um, but yep, we're, they're playing at Pappy and Harriet's, which is the cutest, coolest bar in the middle of the desert up by, kind of by, uh, Joshua Tree. Kind of by Joshua Tree, yeah. but it's um, actually called Pioneer Town. That's right. So Pioneer Town is so freaking cool. If you've never been and you're in LA, you should definitely try and check it out. It's out in the desert close to Joshua Tree. But it's its own little place and it's so cool because it's a, it looks like it's straight out of a Western movie set. Absolutely. It looks just like a movie set. It's a little Western town. It's one main road and you can go to all the little shops. And then the restaurant there, the restaurant bar is Pappy and Harriet's. And Pappy and Harriet's is really famous for its barbecue food. It is oh. delicious if you like barbecue food. Um, and then they have all kinds of really, really cool bands that play all the time. Like Paul McCartney has played there. Oh my God. Um, I, everyone has played there. We were there. just out there because we had to go check out Jesse's wedding venue. Yes. And um, I was in which Indian Wells, for. which is not that far from there. Yep. It's amazing. They had all the billboards of all the people that are, you know, going to be doing Power Trip, which Zach is going to be doing with mm -hmm. Ozzy. And um, then it had, you know, it was Stagecoach when I was there. Right. And then two weeks prior was Coachella. Coachella. But for Pappy and Harriet's, it was showing all of the coming artists. And yeah. I mean, each it's it's they have really great A-level artists. Great bands. And actually, Frankie and Gilby have played there. It's very cool. Um, it's such a cool spot. I love going there. And they have an indoor stage, like in their bar, which is like kind of right. small. It's very intimate. Um, and, um, and then they have outside, they have like a little outdoor, um, like kind of like a little amphitheater. Yeah. And that's where Adam Ant's going to play. I can't wait. I've seen Adam Ant play. Oh God. I would say at least, at least five or six times, maybe more, maybe yeah, 10. Maybe, maybe Randy's yeah. seen him that much too as well. Yeah. Every time he's in town, I try to go see him and he's so great live. He's so much fun. And you forget like all the songs that you know. It's he has a, a lot more songs than you realize until yeah. you, you know, you, Zach and I listen to First Wave on the radio all the time. Uh -huh. And it's amazing when some of the songs come out. I'm like, I love this song. And then I'll look and see that it's, it's Adam and Ant. And I'm yeah. like, wow, I didn't realize his catalog is so, yeah. I mean, I do get to see lots of really gorgeous pictures of him at Zach's kilt shop because the custom clothier that makes Zach's kilts makes Adam Ant's kilts. Oh. And they have lots of Polaroids of him in their books with all his fantastic clothing. And um, yeah, so um, yeah, it's, it's Stefan makes his kilts as well. I got to think of the it's kilts for all. Oh, OK. That's very cool. Yes. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. And he, he's going to do. 
I think this time he's doing everything from uh, King of the Wild Frontier albums. How fun. Yeah, so I'm I'm really excited about it. And my cousin has a like Airbnb out there. Right. So we're renting it out. We're going to spend the night. I'm super excited about it. And then, so we're spending the night. I don't know who I think I am because (laughs) I'm definitely going to be like in bad shape after this. That's funny. But I'm going to see Adamant on Thursday night. Yeah. Spending the night. Coming back Friday and then Saturday, we're going to the Crew World Festival. I was going to say, because isn't he doing, he's, he's doing that too. He's playing at the Crew World Festival oh, you could just follow the tour bus. <laughs> I'm going to look like the saddest, <laughs> oldest groupie around. I but, doubt that very much. But um, I'm very excited about it because at the Crew World Festival, which is oh great. Oh my God, the lineup is crazy. Such a good lineup. I went last year and it was so much fun. We saw Blondie play and Morrissey and... And, um, Echo and the Bunnymen and Bauhaus. But this year, oh, Iggy Pop, Adamant, Susie and the Banshees. I know. I mean, I know. I need nothing else in my life. I hear you. I saw the Billy Idol's playing too, which yep. is, I'm excited to see our friends. Yes. Josie and Steve Stevens. Yes. Um, so, um, and Billy Morrison is Billy our good Morrison, friend. Yeah. I love Billy. Yes. So, um, it's going to be a blast. I'm so excited. And best part, Frankie's going with me. Oh, that's great. Yes. I love like reliving and experiencing all these yeah. older bands through her eyes. I with know. Her. It's so you know? cool. Really it's fun. Cool. Really, really fun. So I'm so excited. That's what I've got to look forward to this week. And uh, I'll next be week, some nostalgia too, but it'll be more Pantera 90s. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll be in camo. In, uh, I'll be in the 80s nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm super, super excited for it. So um, I have some interesting news oh. for women. Okay. I don't know if you saw this, but you know how every, I know you know, every woman listening to this knows. Every time we go for a pap smear and they stick that cold, hard piece of metal, fucking, what is that thing called? Oh, a scapula. <laughs> no, not a scapula. What is it called? Um, uh, oh God, it's got a name. It's called, a, yeah, you're right, speculum. Speculum, sorry. A speculum. I knew it was something cold, hard horrible. piece of <laughs> fucking metal that they stick oh. up your vagina and expect you to be okay with it is so barbaric. Do you know that that thing has been around for 150 years? It looks like a medieval torture device. It does. It absolutely does. And they take it and they crank it (laughs) Oh my God. So that it separates and pulls you apart so that they can examine you. It hurts so bad when I laugh and you're killing me right now. (laughs) It's horrible. I'm sorry, Barb. Barb's still hurting from her accident (sighs) that she had. Her ribs are hurting her. So when I make her laugh, you're making me crack up. Um, But that horrible device (laughs) is still operating daily. Do you know that they do over 90 million exams with that thing every year? Oh, and it's horrible. So what did they develop? It's a fucking torture device. And I've always wondered why they haven't like created a new one, like out of like uh, silicone, something softer, sleeker. Yes. You know? Why haven't they done that or something yet? that's warm. <laughs> yes. It's not well, ice cold. Well, Barb. They have. They have. Oh. Our dreams have been answered. Oh, God. Please Check don't let out. it be available to husbands. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, 
<laughs> well, well, they have. So it was oh, a new device has been created by a woman. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Of course, of course. So there's a new modern speculum called the Nella. It's okay. called the Nella, and check this out. It is warmer to the touch. Okay. So it's not a cold hunk of metal anymore. It's warmer, it's more slippery, I guess. Okay. So it goes in gentler. And it's not as like, you know, horrible. It's not some cold hunk of metal going up in you anymore. And so here's the caveat is that not only can your doctor purchase it and use it on you, but you can purchase your own one. Okay. Can we not share that? Because my husband's going to go buy one and I'm going to, there's going to be some kind of crazy ass sex. Yes. It's going to be so, he'll have a weight lab coat on. I'm going to be like, what's going on? Dr. Wild to the rescue. Dr. Wild has arrived for your pop smear. Don't give, don't give him any ideas. No, God, no. Please, Mr. Wild. That's really great though. Yes. So you can buy your own. But you can buy this reusable vaginal speculum um, for $175 at keekwomenshealth.com with a C. That's brilliant. C-E-E-K womenshealth.com. And it was developed by a woman. Developed by a woman. And it looks much nicer and prettier and more friendly. And it's $175 and you can have it and take it with you every time you go to for a pap smear and ask your that's doctor amazing. to use that instead of that cold hunk of metal. Yeah, that's great. That they try and I make can't you even, do. You know, when you think about it, how is this just happening now? How? It's amazing. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. After 150 years, it took a woman to of decide, course. you know what, we're going to change this. That's so brilliant. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely brilliant. brilliant. I was so... Whomever you are, praise lady, you. Lady, thank yes. you. Yes. Thank you very much because that is really nice. That I, I'm glad I know you that know, now. It's, it's really crazy because Randy and I have the same OBGYN and he had been my doctor since I first moved to California since I was 19 and Randy was probably 18 when she started going to him or 19 and maybe I was 20 when I hooked her up with him and he just sent us letters telling us that he was retiring and Randy went to go get our charts from his office. And so we need to find a new, uh, OBGYN. And this is a kind of a little bit of an interesting question to ask you, but you go to a, a male OBGYN, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Randy was saying, you know, I think, I don't know if it's weird of me to want this, but I think when we're looking for someone else, I'm going to purposefully look for a woman. Oh, okay. And she was feeling like that that's where she's yeah. at right now. Um, I don't really have a preference. I mean, I'm not having any more babies. I think so it's whoever you're comfortable with, it doesn't really matter to me, but to some people it matters. You yeah. know, some women think that other women are more empathetic to well, they women. They know what it feels like, right? They know. I mean, we know, they know what it feels like most likely to yeah. have their period or to have, have childbirth or menopause. to yeah. have a mammogram. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of men don't have any point of reference. So yeah. Yeah. I Although, understand that. 
Although I will say this, I go to, um, my doctor is, uh, Dr. Robert Katz in uh-huh. Beverly Hills. He's amazing. Everyone loves him. I absolutely adore him. He's great. Um, he's always been so great with me. I never feel rushed by him. I never feel, uh, no, he even called you on doing one of our podcasts. Yes. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, I have to tell you an embarrassing story that happened with him, but, um, or I might've already shared it knowing me, but he is wonderful. And the thing about him is he has been doing it for so long and he sees so many women and he has a wife and he has three daughters. So I think he's pretty, uh, sympathetic and, and, and he gets it and he understands and he knows things before I do, because like I said to him, well, you know, when can I come off of this or that or or the hormones and that? And he goes, oh, you won't like it going off the hormones. You won't be very happy. Trust me, Daniela, you will not be happy. And so he knows, he knows what is, you know, bothering us and what what concerns us and all that. And when I go to him and say, oh, hey, I'm not feeling like myself. I feel this, I feel that. He's like, okay, maybe we bump up your dosage of estrogen a little bit and see how that goes. Call me back. Let me know how you feel. You know, he's really great. So I've never um, experienced um, that with him. I've never wanted to switch to a woman because I think he's very understanding. I've never had to think about getting someone else I yeah. thought you know yeah. um, it's it's weird this past year the kids pediatrician retired their pediatric dentist because they mm-hmm. were all the same doctors from when Haley was yeah. little and Haley's going to be 31 I had and a doctor die I had I, oh, I, really? I got a call that my appointment was canceled because my doctor passed wow. away I was like oh I my mean, gosh they are human we tend to think of them sometimes yeah. as super people yeah but um Okay, you Sheena. get him, Sheena. Sheena, that's just your dad working on his motorcycle, making all that noise. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. He woke her up out of a deep sleep and she's upset now. <laughs> she's like, what? Oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, so... I don't know. I, I, I don't have a preference. I really, I, I like, I just, I think it's, it's, it's not surprising to me that a woman invented this new uh, apparatus because that is just barbaric. It is totally barbaric. But speaking of barbaric. Okay. Okay. Oh no. There's another thing I saw that I read about and I was beside myself. Have you heard that people can get leg lengthening surgery? Oh my God. Crocodile didn't like that at all. I read starting up now. I read the same article and I have heard of it and it's horrific. Horrific. I cannot believe it. So this, okay, so I'll tell you guys what I read and Barb, correct me if I'm wrong, but there was a man and, and the doctor is here in the Valley, yes. in, uh, Burbank. And, um, there is a guy who was five, seven and really felt ridiculed for, I guess he considered himself short for a man. Um, you know, I, I've never thought of the five, seven as short, but I guess he's thought of himself as short and said he felt really insecure about it and really didn't feel good about himself. And so he wanted to be taller. And so he went in and got this leg lengthening surgery where what they do is they go in and they cut your thigh bone open and they insert a rod similar to when you break your bone, I guess. And, um, cause when Gilby broke his leg, in that motorcycle accident, they put a rod in his leg. They put the rod in the leg and then 
every day you can increase the length of the rod by a millimeter with a remote control device. And because it stimulates the bone growth. Yes. And then by at the end of it, which I think it was a four month. I think it's over the course of a year. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, Maybe I'm wrong. It was like I don't horrific. Horrific, but it's a long time and to be doing this. And then also physical therapy and all kinds of stuff. He ended up being 5'10. 5'10. So he went from he grew through inches. Am I correct? Was even went from five seven to five ten. Yeah, I think that yeah. the, this surgery was being done in Korea for a while, um, probably not over as long a length of time. But people were going over to Korea to have the surgery too, and it just sounds so horrific. I mean, if you it sounds had, so painful. I mean, oh my god! And then after he he healed because the bone heals. And, and and the bone like healed over the rod. You then you have to take the rod yes. out. You have to have the surgery to remove the rod. Yes. So then you have more downtime. Is it sounds horrible, but whatever floats your boat. If he feels better now and he's happy, he seems I mean, happy. It's a God bless anybody who does anything to make themselves feel better because yeah. that's what yeah but, that's what it's all about. We do it. The <laughs> amount of. First of all, it sounds so painful because anything with the bone yeah. is Ooh. horrifically yeah. painful. It sounds painful. The risks- I feel like if this surgery was around when I was young, I could have freaking become a supermodel. You would have become a supermodel, <laughs> but I don't even know if you would ever endure. I could have made myself 5'10", 5'11". I went one time just to do like bathing suits and lingerie million years ago when I first worked at A&M Records and I walked in and this one photographer says to me, why can't you be 5'8"? I'm like, because I'm not and I never will be. So like, hello, you know, like it's just, this not going to happen. So I don't know what to say about this surgery. I feel sorry for men in the sense that they can't walk around in five inch heels like I do. But, um, Oh my God, that's pretty. I mean, hey, Prince and Randy Rose wore heels. There's no reason why you can. I mean, yeah, I think. Yeah, where's the platforms? Oh my goodness. But yeah, I mean, he seems very happy with his surgery. God bless him. Yeah. I but mean, just the, real? just the complications that could happen, the yeah. infection. Well, also, when you break bones and stuff like that, it leaves you more susceptible to like arthritis later on in life and any all kinds of surgery. Yeah. That's what that one doctor told me with Zach. Any surgery. Yeah. Anytime they open you up, you will get scar tissue. And you will become arthritic in the joints closest yeah. to proximity of that area. Yeah. It's, I, I don't know if I, I don't, I mean, I don't even want to, and I know I will one day have a facelift. I don't, the cutting thing, the recovery, it's like, that is one of those things. Like when you roll in somewhere and you're fine right. and you leave, you're like, what did I just do? I mean, thank yeah. God most people are happy with the end result, but I just, the thought of willfully, wantingly. <laughs> Do it, you know, paying money yeah. to a lot of money to suffer. It just seems like uh, I'm not really on board. I mean, yeah, I, you know, I, God bless him. Yeah. As long as he's happy and whatever floats your boat, I'm not here to judge. I'm just, you know, reporting. I mean, I guess I if you get three inches, if you were only to get like a quarter of an inch or half an inch or something, that would not be worth it. But three inches. Okay. That's, you three know, inches is pretty significant. That is right? significant. Yeah. I worked when I first moved to California, 
I three was, inches can be very significant. Yes, it can. <laughs> that might be too much in some in some cases. Um, when I first moved to California, when I was living in New Jersey, I worked at a headhunters um, office that placed really incredibly brilliant uh, physicists and engineers and doctors that were in the pharmaceutical industry that were like on cutting edge of discovering and and inventing apparatuses and and medications and so on and so forth. So it was like big money to get these people to come to you. It was the headhunters that literally was a a very lucrative business just by placing these brilliant minds in these huge pharmaceutical companies. And the gentleman that I worked for there had gone to college with someone that lived out in California and was a COO of Century City Hospital. And they had an assistant, the CEO and the COO shared an assistant who was going to have surgery for scoliosis. Mm. And so I had a job before I came out here temporarily replacing her because her leave of absence was going to be like five or six months or something. So I went and filled in for her. And do you know that after the surgery, her spine was so severely curved, like a full on S, she grew three inches after the surgery. Wow. Wow. And I would think that that leg surgery Ah, is probably a similar thing because she had to have like a battery pack Uh in her back that was stimulating the bone growth that they, when they straightened her out yeah. to, to, to make sure it was like really like substantial and could support mm-hmm. her because it, mm-hmm. it was her spine. And then she was going to have to have surgery to have it removed. It like made little electric currents in the bones to stimulate bone, bone growth. growth. Wow. It was like my, and that was in 1988. Wow. Why that can't I, they just use that? I, I wonder if it's similar. Yeah. yeah. It could Interesting. Be. Wow. But you know, th- she grew three inches. That's incredible. You know how you sent me this thing the other day? You sent me something that doctors were saying that you have to drink a lot of water if you have back pain because it yes. helps to they hydrate. Told me that, and they told me that afterward at the ER. Yeah. He's like, you have to drink as much water because that's what's going to let go of the inflammation. Yeah. If you are super hydrated. Yeah. So I've been, I've been doing that since you sent that to me. I've been drinking a lot more water. And I'm definitely noticing that my pain has subsided a little really? bit. I've yeah. been trying. I'm going to force myself to then. Yeah. I've been drinking a lot of water. Um, I mean, listen, I've also gone on a routine with my doctor put me on a regimen because for those of you listening that don't know, I've been struggling with really, really bad lower back pain. Um, also in my tailbone because <sighs> my tailbone is fractured from a fall and in my like whole like pelvic area has been like on fire so painful like everything hurts sitting standing sleeping walking driving everything now i know how you feel i i feel so bad that it's been going on for so long for you oh it's so horrible and you can't get any relief you lay on your back it hurts you lay on your stomach it hurts you lay on either side it hurts it just hurts all the time and it's just horrible 
And I really like it got me thinking like as we're aging, you know, do you just like succumb to this life of pain now? I mean, it's horrible. You're saying this to me as I'm like sitting Mm -hmm. here going, please tell me this is temporary. It's absolutely horrible because like if you talk to like, I talk to my mom, she's always in pain. I talk to Gilby's mom, she's always in pain. And it's just like, it's horrible. But anyways, there are things that you can do to kind of minimize the pain. It doesn't take it away completely, but it brings it down to a low simmer. And one of the things that I found that's really great in helping with my pain, number one, is sticking to the regime that my doctor put me on, which is I take two anti-inflammatories a day. I take one every 12 hours. Do they bother your stomach? Because they're No, because you take them with food. I have to. Yeah, you have to take them with food. You cannot take them. Which really stinks for intermittent fasting. Yeah. It's like kind of throwing Or you can take it with a, um, what do you call it? Those things that coat your stomach. Like an antacid? Like some kind of, yeah. Like Oh, I didn't think of that. If you take something that coats your stomach, it's some kind of medication. I forgot. Like if you're really sensitive, you can take that first and then take the anti-inflammatory. But the anti-inflammatories have been key for me. And at first I was like, oh, they don't work. They don't help me. They're not doing anything. And my doctor was like, just stick with it. Because in 10 days, you will start to feel better. And he was right. And then the other thing I take is at night, I take a gabapentin. One gabapentin, and I, I can't take it during the day at all because it makes, makes me absolutely loopy and groggy. I might ask for that from the doctor, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. I have thousands of them. I can oh, give you one if you I want. Should, yeah. <laughs> but it really, because A, it helps a, with it's sleep. Supposed it's supposed to be, to be the best thing in the world for nerve damage. Yes, exactly. It helps with nerves. And so if you're having a lot of pain to take the two anti-inflammatories a day, one gabapentin at night before I go to bed, and then drink a lot of water and stretch and that has been very helpful. And the pain has really gone down. It's not as glaring and horrible Constant. and on fire. It's at a low simmer. It's still there, but it's not like what it was. And so for that, I am grateful. And for that, I can live with, you know, um, the other pain was staggering. So it was just made everything unbearable for me and everything not fun. So I really feel for people that are suffering with pain, but it is all about learning pain management. You have to learn. And that's what my doctor said. We're going to go into pain management and, and learn how to manage your pain so that it's not you know, ruining your life. And where you can function too, because you and I are so sensitive to medications. It's like, yeah, with the car accident, they gave me Narcos, they gave me T3, they gave me ibuprofen 600s, and they gave me um, Baclofen. Um, And I'm like trying to figure out I'm like, I can't take all three because I won't even be able to, you won't see me for a month. I, I, yeah. I can't, I, I literally fall asleep by the time it's down my esophagus. Yeah, and that's I'm the thing like, is like, I don't want to be catatonic. I know. You know, I have to be able to work and function. And I also don't want to be a pill popper. You know, I don't want that. Well, it's, way, but, it's easy. And, and yeah. the, the one ER doctor was really wonderful. She said to me, you know, you kind of want your pain to be a two. Yeah. 
Because if you wipe it out completely, then you don't then know, you don't and you know hurt if there's yourself. a change. Yeah. And you need to be in tune with your body enough that you're feeling something. Right. So she's like, as much as I would love for you not to have to feel anything right. with the car accident, yeah. she's like, I need to keep you at like a two. I don't want to like completely absolve all your pain because yeah. if you start to have trouble breathing or if you start to feel something that you weren't mm-hmm. feeling before, mm-hmm. you're not going to know. Yeah. And that's really true because... I always just fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, I do too at night now. And I take the GABA pad and I'm like, good night. But GABA is supposed to be so amazing for people that have migraines too. Yes. That they just can't get away from that. Yes. It's supposed to be so incredible for nerve. Yes. It is. It's great. It has changed my life for the past few months that I've been living with pain um, I have realized that I don't have to. Oh, that's and, amazing. And, and I'm really grateful. And I'm here to tell you, if you have pain in your body, you don't have to put up with it. You don't have to deal with it. You can go to your doctor and talk about pain management and see what suits you best and what helps you. And I think that the key is sticking with something for a while to let it start working for you. That, a lot of people st- think it's going to work instantly and it doesn't. But I thought that's the same for all the beauty products we talk about, right? Exactly. There are very few that count to 10 and look at one side and you'll see a difference than the other side. Yeah. Or if that works, then in an hour from then it won't be working anymore. But everything that I've found beauty product wise, that is something that I've repeat have bought on repeat yeah. or subscribe to, that is very telling for me because that tells you that I used it all the way to the end, gave it a chance to build up its effectiveness or to work for me. And then I think it works and I'll buy it again. You have to give things a chance. You can't, you yeah. know, even with like, I've, I've told Randy or certain friends of mine, like this supplement really works for me. Mm-hmm. But it won't work if you don't take it. Yes. Right. You have to take it consistently. Yeah. 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 I mean, most everything, there's a reason why people are telling you to take certain things or do certain things. Yeah. But you have to give it a chance. You have to give it a chance. And that's what I I, I was telling my doctor. I said, you know, these anti-inflammatories, they don't work. The gabapentin makes me... That's what says. You may as well give me chiclets or Skittles. They don't do anything for me. Right. And my doctor said, Daniela, just keep taking it. Give me 10 days and you're going to feel better. And he was right. I had that same feeling, not for days, but I had that same experience with CBD cream. The first time I used it, I was having major, major, major neck issues. It's my sensitive spot where yours is your back. Mine's my neck. And I was really hurting, hurting. And Arlene said to me, my friend Arlene, she's like, my girlfriend makes the CBD salve and it's pretty highly concentrated. She's like, let me just put some on your neck and see if it helps. Yeah. So I was like, at this point, I'll try anything. It was like relentless. That's why my heart goes out to you because I, I watch you sometimes and I'll see that you can't get comfortable. And I know, because you're not going to say what's going on, but I know what's going on. I can see it in your face. Yeah. And so she put some of this salve on my neck and, you know, we went and we were doing our thing. We were out in Santa Barbara. It was before Ray's wedding. And we went there early to do some, like meet some vendors and stuff. And we spent the night, made it like a little girl's trip. And later that night before dinner, Arlene said to me, so how's your neck feel? And I go, oh, it doesn't hurt. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it all day today. It hasn't bothered me. You put uh-huh. that salve on. It's not like you feel anything. You're not feeling like people want to feel like an active ingredient. Yeah. It's just, wait, all I'm of not a sudden in you pain. just feel normal. <laughs> you realize you're not hurting. And yeah. some things are meant to be that way. You're not supposed yeah. to, you know, Zach, if it doesn't burn or sting or get cool or get hot, <laughs> he doesn't think that he it's needs working. He to know it's working. Yeah. 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 But sometimes it's just, oh, like when I made him go to acupuncture, he was having major knee issues. Yeah. And I said, try, this woman is incredible. I've gone to her off and on over the years. And I really do. I went to her when we were trying to get pregnant with Sabbath. I only went for three months and we got pregnant with Sabbath, but I've heard that she was really great for uh, infertility uh-huh. and I was over 40. So I thought, what the heck I'll try. I right. wasn't going to take any medications because it wasn't something I had trouble with in the past. And so I tried and she's just great. And I took Zach. He was like, oh, try it. Anything. I don't want to have to have surgery. I don't even have time for surgery right now. Mm-hmm. So he went and after the first treatment, I said, how do you feel? And he's like, I don't know. Right now I'm feeling good, but I don't know. And then like you go every day for like a couple weeks and he had a break home. He was home for like 10 days by like day four. He's like, I heard him on the phone with someone going, man, you got to try acupuncture <laughs> because I swear this woman's healed me. And he didn't tell me that, of course. And I said, wait, you're not feeling any. He goes, honestly, it works. I'm mm-hmm. like, it absolutely works. Yeah. You know, for some things, it doesn't work for everybody, but it really helped me. It helped him. So, you know, what can it hurt to try? Yeah. If it, if it doesn't hurt to try, you know, but if, you have to give it a chance. Yeah. Yeah. You really do. So there you have that. Yes. That's Danielle and I being uh, our mom hats on right now. (laughs) Totally. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Uh, anyway, is it time for Barb's Bag of Tricks? Yes, actually. Yes. Wrong bag. Oh, let's see what you got going first. on here today. Oh my God, I've got way too many things in here. And remind me, okay, this is for you. This, Ooh, I'm not doing this? it in Bag of Tricks yet. I need you to... to um, try it? I need you to try it. We need to sample. Okay, so... Here is something that I did bring for you that I have tried and I highly recommend. Wait, am I going to get high off of this? Well, that's what you would think, but no, unfortunately, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Oh, this is so exciting. Um, okay, it was more so exciting, but... <laughs> I have... Well, I do have some really amazing, exciting things for you that Ooh. I've used and they really work. Um, okay, so there's this company called Flewd, F-L-E-W-D. They were another Instagram purchase, and I think before I did an official Barb's Bag of Tricks, I spoke about them, but they have a new product um, that I purchased, and I have been using their like individual, very highly concentrated, almost medicinal, osteopathic 
bath salts, right? Yeah. Yeah. And this new one, their newest one, is called SADS Smashing Anti-Stress Bath Treatment. And so this one is for people that suffer from SADS, which is Seasonal Affective Disorder. And it's when people... No, it's when people get depressed or sad from the cold, dark months when there's not a lot of sun. Brilliant. And it's an actual psychiatric condition, a a real condition that people get. My mother suffered from it. And what um, a lot of psychiatrists will do is prescribe you a light, a special light that emulates sunlight for people, especially for people that live in places that have like very few hours of daylight in the winter and yeah um they really do some people really do get depressed from, oh yeah definitely from i do um, i know you're you need yeah. the sun yeah i'm well, very sensitive they to that. made this specific one for people that suffer from that um it is lovely this one's for you mm. and then the other ones Thank that you. have been around a little bit and i may have spoken about them before but i know it was before we did barb's bag of tricks oh and they all smell divine yeah um this one is insomnia ending anti-stress bath treatment oh that's nice to take um, right before you go and, to bed yeah and this one has magnesium they all have magnesium because it's um epsom salts but this one has retinol in it it has l-carnitine it has bacuchiol. It's really lovely. And then I have this one for you. And oh, this is so exciting. Yes. And the packaging you, is biodegradable. Have fun. Um, it's vegan, no parabens, cruelty-free, which is super important to you and I. Um, this one is anxiety-destroying anti-stress bath treatment. I think this one has ashwagandha in it, which is like my go-to. It has amino acids, zinc, thymine, riboflavin, uh, which is a B vitamin, niacin. And then the last one that I have for you, which I have cases of this in my house now. This one is ache erasing anti-stress bath oh, treatment fantastic. and it has conjointrin I'll in it. I'll be using these tonight thinking of you uh, as I They soap. are I've and they <laughs> they're they're friendly for all ages. I've been using the anti-aching one for Sabbath in his bath uh-huh. at night because I looked up on the website that you don't have to be over 18. It doesn't have any active like wow, herbs awesome. or anything that's, you know, counterindicated in in little people. And I've been using it for Sabbath just because he was in the car accident with mm-hmm. me and yeah. he did have the seatbelt mark in his oh. chest. So I wanted him to, you know, and he's all about the bath and bath yeah. bombs and everything. So, <laughs> but you have him they, trained. This company, Fluid, F-L-E-W-D, really phenomenal, not very expensive. You could buy a two-pack, you could buy a six-pack, or you could buy cases. Of course, it's less expensive the more you buy, and um, I highly recommend them. That is awesome. Thank you, Barb. What about Flix's fuck? Okay, so check this out. So you know I've been watching... Uh, We talked a little bit about this in the last episode, how everyone's talking about this 
Vanderpump Rules. Scandival. Scandival, whatever. Because it's Tom Sandoval. Yes. So it's Scandival. Scandival, yes. So everybody's been talking about that. So I watched it. I binged it. I haven't caught up to this current episode yet. I got to watch it. But also I've been watching, and I've talked about this before, but I've been watching Married at First Sight, but I just started watching Married at First Sight UK. Oh. The UK version. Okay. It is so good. It is so much better. Is it? Yes. It's so good. It's because they do things a little differently. The format is a little bit different. They keep introducing new couples and you don't know what's, you think they're going to revisit this couple, but they're going to introduce new couples. So it's kind of exciting. But the cool thing about it is that it's all shot in the UK and their honeymoon destinations are amazing. They go to all these incredible places for honeymoon and just where they get married, they get married in these old gorgeous castles that are like thousands of years old. It's really cool. But they have their own scandals situation going on. There is a couple on it. I don't want to give too much away, so I won't say who, which couple it is, but there is a couple on it that is so fascinating. And this is the current season? Current season. Okay. There's a couple that comes on that is so obsessed with each other the second they meet, because you know, the whole premise of it is they don't know anything about the person they're about to walk down the aisle for. They don't know what they do for a living. They don't know what their name, they don't know who they are. They don't know what they look like. They know nothing. All they know is they're fed up with dating And they are completely surrendering to this process, to the experts to set them up. And they're going to trust in the process and they're going to walk down the aisle to a complete stranger and they're going to marry him. So uh, this couple walks down the aisle, sees each other, falls completely head over heels for the other person at first sight and marries them. And they're obsessed with each other. The obsession lasts all of five minutes. Of course. Until one of them decides that they have the hots for someone else in the other couple. And they start a relationship with them. Unbeknownst to the viewers, this is all going on behind the scenes until almost to the end that you find out. I couldn't believe it. I was like on the edge of my seat. Unbelievable. <laughs> but it's like worse than Scandaball because these people actually married. married. Crazy. So it's unreal. It's really unreal. I'm going to have to check it out. You've got to check it out. It's pretty, um, pretty entertaining. Pretty I mean, I, am, I have a date with my pillow when I get home. So I am going to, I'll watch it because oh my God. I did watch Scandaball last night and I'm like, Every day I'm like, is it Wednesday yet? <laughs> I can't it's wait for Wednesday. very entertaining. I'll tell you what's been disappointing this season is Ted Lasso. Have you been watching that? I don't. And I, I love him. I Yes. Uh, Jason. Uh, uh, Sudakis. Yes. Sudakis. Yeah. Uh, the cast is great, but the storyline this season I'm not into. No. I feel like it's super corny. I don't know. Somehow. I they hate like when that happens. It's like a shark and it's. It's corny now. I don't like when your favorite shows end, but then when you hear from the creators or the people that are in the show, the actors and actresses, and they say, you know what, we're going out on a high note. Mm-hmm. There is something to be said that's respectable right? about that because when they keep going on and on and on, yeah. how do they keep it 
fresh and interesting. And now there's the writer's strike. Yes. So that's, that's right. going to keep a lot. There's going to be a lot of Netflix one season deals or, mm-hmm. you know, there's going to be it's a lot gonna, of that yeah, going on. Yeah. You're definitely going to see the effect of that. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I, I wasn't into the season and I've really liked Ted Lasso the past couple seasons. Have you are great. ever watched that show with Martin Short and Martin, Steve Martin and uh, Selena Gomez? I have not. I Murder. saw it. There's a murder in the house or room yeah, or something. Yeah, I, I saw it. I've, I've seen like the um, they are both, commercials for it, but I haven't seen it. I have to watch it because Steve Martin, and it's only in, going into the third season, I think. Steve Martin is my, I love it reminds him so me of much. Three Amigos. Uh, it does. It does a bit. <laughs> because I mean, it's I, the same cast. I right? love Minus Martin Selena. Short as well. Yeah. But Steve Martin, I mean, I love that man and do you know he's such a brilliant musician he oh, is really? one of the most accomplished banjo players in the world oh. he's an incredible zach's always like it's so funny that you love him so much because he's like a very serious musician like he's incredible wow that's uh, he funny paints. he's just he's super talented so talented Have to you, me what are some of your favorite steve martin movies oh the jerk is the like jerk. It, my favorite oh, my favorite i mean when zach was <laughs> drinking and he would get all pissy and he'd like i'm leaving and he would be like he'd come back in the room and he'd grab something I'm, I'm, else and he go i'm like okay steve martin like yeah. i'm only coming in to get my backpack yeah. and my <laughs> sharpie and my yes. and i'm like I, it reminded me of the jerk all the time yeah. And then I would say oh, that to him. I'd be like, okay, Steve Martin. And he would crack up and I would totally. crack up. Because, but that movie and Bernadette Peters, who he did so many of those early movies on. But I loved, I loved the the married uh, father of the bride. And oh, well, I right, mean, right. his later years too. I love him. I just love him. And when he was on SNL, the skits, oh my goodness. I love him. I have to uh, get Zach is in the studio with Black Label Society and they just started working on the new record uh, that hopefully will come out in early 2024. Um, so uh, the, he keeps texting me with the lunch. Uh, I guess I'm not only the manager. You're a lunch mom I'm, now. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> lunch I'm manager only, too. I'm, I'm, I'm not only uh, I'm the runner <laughs> on this project as well. Oh I my wear gosh. many hats. I'm the runner funny. who can't even move. I do I, that too though. You know, like whenever Gilby's got rehearsals here in the studio whenever he's rehearsing and Gilby he is the most disciplined human being I've ever seen in my life my husband too the two of them they're very disciplined he will sit here and rehearse all day long and then after rehearsal's done he'll still be playing by himself But when they're in here for hours rehearsing, I always make lunch or something for the guys. I don't make it. I pick yeah. it up. <laughs> You're smarter than me, apparently. I like to bake cookies for them. They love my cookies, but I don't like oh, to. I, I don't love like some to, of your cookies. Oh, you know, I should have baked them for you and for them. For, I'll, I'll bring them. I'll come see you. It'll give now me an I'm excuse hungry. to come see you. Um, okay. Well, with that being said, I got to go and feed myself. So (laughs) I would have loved to have lunch with you. I got to go pick up food because you have amazing places for food up here, down here, up by me. Not so much. So yeah. 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 I wish they'd get a California chicken cafe up by me. I wish they'd get several things up by me, like a Le Pen. Like, come on, everybody. There's lots of people in Santa Clarita. It's the number four safest city with population over 100,000 in the United States. Well, you know what the answer is? You and Zach need to open something there. 
Now you sound like him again. <laughs> I don't need another job. I have enough jobs. This so is the only people. This is the only. You. Oh well, this <laughs> is. There's no one you could trust, right? Yeah. I mean, this is the only job that I have that I love. That yeah. I. No, that's not true. That I really. It's. This is not a job. This is fun. Yeah. Um, I love being with you. It gives me an excuse, and I love doing the podcast. But all the other ones tend to be a little bit more jobish. Yeah. Than, yeah. Than yeah, this. yeah. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Um, okay. Well, I guess that does it for this episode of Honest AF Show. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Hit us up on our socials if you want to hear us talk about any subjects or products that you want us to review. Honest AF Show is our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And HonestAFShow.com is our website. Until next time, take care. Bye, everybody. Bye. We obviously need to do a disclaimer here. So we want you to know... We are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences. And in our quest, we will share our honest as fuck opinions with you. So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Do not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too.